Radio has never been this good. Today, 95.1 FM, Fort Harcourt. Persons with disabilities value many of the same subjects considered important by others in the society. With the National Disability Act and the elections in Nigeria, there is no better time than now to be intentional about building an inclusive society for all. All right, thanks for joining us once again. It's a fantastic afternoon, 18th May 2023. Welcome to the Disability Rights Initiative Project Program on radio. And uh, today we're going to look at something very important, meets and misconceptions about disability but just to let you know that um, the disability rights initiative radio program is a monthly radio discussion program brought to you by fair care foundation they had their first edition i don't know if you listened that uh, fantastic thursday and this program is supported by disability rights fund as part of disability rights initiative project with the aim of promoting and advancing disability rights now Freki andrew essien care foundation better known as fair care foundation is an organization with a vision to add value to the lives of target vulnerable groups in our society and communities being orphans and vulnerable children persons with disabilities pwds youth and the less privileged in society through a variety of organization-led programs and partnerships for over nine years that's close to a decade now, in fact, 10 years this year, uh, they've also provided steps, gap support for this target vulnerable groups for PWDs. They have also empowered persons with disabilities, especially women with disabilities, through different empowerment and capacity building programs. They have pushed to enhance social inclusion for PWDs and continue to advocate for better policies and disability rights. And uh, that's why we're having a program like this. And we have... Uh, the executive director of Fakir Foundation joined us on the program and uh, she also has other, I'm, I'm uh, very fortunate, you know, in the midst of these fine, beautiful ladies. Uh, thank you for joining us, Fakir. Good to have you once again. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Mm. All right. So we'll kickstart from the beginning. Um, maybe you can do um, a rundown of probably what we did last week within 120 seconds. And then before we hop into uh, this new edition. So, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be on Today FM with you, Lucky Maxwell. So, my name is Frankie Andresian, and last um, month we started DRIP, Disability Rights Initiative Program, as part of Disability Rights Initiative Project, brought to you by Faker Foundation and supported by DRF. One of the things that we focused on in the first episode was given a framework, given a foundation, understanding disability. And in that conversation, we defined what disability was, and we took it beyond the WHO definition where it stops at an impairment or health condition, and we took it on and expanded it using the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities definition, where we talked about how the impairment in interacting with the environment, among other factors, 
could cause a disablement for a person with an impairment. We went ahead to talk about who a person with disability is, what causes disability beyond just physiological and um, anatomical, and we also really described the disablement processes. You know, when we talked about how an impairment interacts with maybe an environmental factor like a barrier, a structure, and how that can be disabling as opposed to when there is accessibility and the person is able to go in on equal basis with everybody. So we're able to do that foundation. We talked about types of disabilities and um, it was really nice to be able to lay that foundation because there is no advancing of disability rights without understanding disability. And I'm hoping English terms, but we know what a myth is. A myth is something that you perceive to be true but is untrue. A misconception is an ideology or an idea or is think, something you think is but is not. So when it comes to disability, there are many misconceptions. And I will take some and then I'll allow the guests or uh, my other ladies to say some. But the first one I'd like to talk about is disability. People think to the disability is a curse. So you did something wrong and God is punishing you with disability. So people perceive a lot of, you know, we are a religious society, very spiritual. So the thought when it comes to disability is that you did something or your forefathers or somebody somebody did something somewhere and you have been afflicted by disability so that is a misconception it is not true um i mean in rare cases it may be so whatever but it is not disability is not a curse why am i saying this because i've had a personal experience where because i have an acquired disability from when i was a young adult through an accident and i remember one of the solutions that was suggested to my parents was like ah we have to come and confess all our sins man (laughs) (laughs) so that's number one disability is not a curse people also think that persons with disabilities because of what they see are not um they're not of sound mind or that they don't understand you so what happens is that when a person engages with a person with disability, the tendency to want to talk to the person beside mm. that individual is always strong. It happens too many times. And um, I remember going to the airport and a driver, the driver took me to the airport. And then the person who was supposed to assist for, with my boarding pass was busy, so seriously talking to the driver whose business was to drop me at the airport and knew nothing about my itinerary. Mm. And thank God the person is used to me because when that person, when the person finished, he now finished talking to him. I was right there. And when he finished talking to him, he just turned and told him, Oh, yeah, ask her now. <laughs> and he was like, what? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm right here. I'm the one driver. So people have a, a tendency that people with disabilities will not understand. They don't have good understanding or they are not, you know, that they, they won't understand you. So those are some misconceptions. I allow them to I, do I so. they were not created by God. And no, it's never the creation. Like you see, you, you've seen, you judge the book by its cover. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let me say um, some people think it's God's punishment. Maybe um, the parents or forefathers did something. Maybe they were not punished that time. Then maybe their child or their grandchild mm-hmm. is being punished mm-hmm. by that offense of their parents or their grandparents. That's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. One of the myths and misconceptions. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Um, Osaki Teresa Georgie. Some of the myths are the things some feel like it's contagious. Like if you touch me, okay. that means you will be saved. So don't touch her, don't touch her. Or maybe they're to play around. Say, no, 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 don't, 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 don't. And so some people think that disability is um, poverty. No matter you are standing on the road with the crutches or a wheelchair, 
they don't think that you want to have a life more than that if you feel that your life depends on just them giving you uh arms. charity arms okay. without asking you why are you here or what do you want to do mm. you know so it's really really um a negative stereotype people don't see it as anything valuable and also it looks as if disability is a waste a person cannot do anything again in life this one is minus one there's nothing that can come out of this person thank you all right yes please Yes, they think that um, situations with disabilities they do not have normal relationships. They cannot relate. They cannot have friends. They cannot meet marriage. So that's what they think. Which okay. is not true. Mm. Frank, let's, let's go to some of those disrespectful terms that people use with PWDs. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so one of the res disrespectful terms that we hear a lot especially for persons who have physical disability is the term crippled crippled is a disrespectful term in the disability community it's not accepted by us it is demeaning another disrespectful term and um, in relating to persons with physical disability is the word handicap in fact that one is with the disability cluster that word has been thrown out of every vocabulary in the disability world globally and in nigeria so we keep hearing people talking about handicap handicap and and things like that so handicap is another word that is out uh, another word that is also disrespectful is when you um say a person with disability on a wheelchair and you say the person is wheelchair bound so <laughs> and that's insinuating that the person is bound to that wheelchair no 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 and we'll come to tell you the preferred terms in you know in, in a bit but that's a disrespectful term another one is the term when you refer to a person who has maybe an intellectual disability as an imbecile don't do that some people i like saying some people even um um made it funky and we, we do now say it's imbe so so those are disrespectful terms when it comes to addressing a person with disability uh, another one is um a person in albinism you now say it's albino or you now say the person is a, is a, is a white offering so <laughs> those are disrespectful terms another one is a person who is an amputee and you now call the person maybe half leg those are disrespectful terms and so i can trade to them another one is um when you see a person who has um maybe nystagmus that's where the eye is doesn't focus and you say it's half past quarter past four eye these are disrespectful terms and in the disability community um they they are not accepted and you would wonder why we're speaking to disrespectful terms and i'm hoping that later we can really express how the impact of this can, can you know how it can impact a person okay okay mm. but i'll still come back to you to enumerate some of those words that are appropriate yes sir mm. yes yeah another disrespectful way is dwarf when you see okay. you call someone a dwarf, we have uh, the right ways to use. Then we have the one we call um, um, mental retardation, which is not right. And the other one is called someone a deformed, deformity, using that word, cripple. It's also not um, appropriate for a person with disability. And also feeble-minded. Okay. Another strong word is abnormal. The normal, it's so common everywhere. They say, that's a normal person. Okay. Abnormal. Uh, you say, I'm normal. She's not, she's not normal. So it's a really um, disrespectful word of who you, of what you can cause uh, someone with disability. Another one is a uh, one leg. Someone that's walking 
I mean, that leg is not strong. You, the, you, you try to avoid um, describing the person with a disability because that's not the person. If other kind of adjective or words you know how to describe the person. And another one is those someone uh, with vision in person, um, someone with sunglasses. This one's wearing bottle, you know, or blind bat. So we'll not see, you know, those kind of stuff. So these are some of the terminologies I carry with. So, so if I can add this particular mm. one, and mm. um, there's um, there's one that they call by association, and when you refer to a person who is hearing impaired as deaf and dumb, mm. um, um, just to debunk, it's, it's also some, something we like to debunk. The truth of the matter is that it's not everybody who is hearing impaired that is deaf that cannot speak. Mm. So you do not um, associate the person and add that disability by. They are not. They, do, they are not a mutually exclusive. <laughs> so it's not deaf and dumb. So if a person is hearing impaired, or if the person is okay with the term deaf, then the person is deaf. And um, so that's where you you stick with. So you don't say ah, that man are deaf and dumb. So we we try to remove that um, um, association um, with disability. There are so many of these. In fact, um, we're working in the disability community to try to work on a um, you know different groups. So trying to work on like a. Is it a lexicon <laughs> where we, you know, refer try to encourage people to use the right terms, you know, to address persons with disabilities. The reality is that um, why are we hampering on this, this, you know, this disrespectful terms? Is because they, there's power in words, and words by association make you to treat a person with how you see them. So you see the flow of the conversation. If you have a misconception about disability and you frame it and then you word it and that's how you address the person or you speak to the person or refer to the person the tendency is that you will by reason of the conception you have develop a negative stereotype around disability and a person with disability and you would likely not see that person as a person who has a right so imagine a person who is an employer of labor who has a misconception about disability and maybe the work ethic or the ability of a person with disability to actually work. No matter how you come to say, oh, it's my right to work, and then the person with disability merits that the person is equipped, the person is um, experienced, the person is qualified. Because Just because you have that formed opinion about disability in a decision to work, you would not be the employer that would give that person the right that it's due to the person with respect to work. And that's why we are bringing out, you know, the power of the mind, which is now framed into words, can be limiting for another person. And when it comes to rights of persons with disability, the truth of the matter is that our society is diverse and dynamic. And we must understand that the over 30 million people in Nigeria who have disability are bona fide part of society. Another reason why it seems as if we're speaking to misconceptions is because if you do not, if you form an opinion framed by misconception, you will not treat that person as a human first. You would always see that disability, that um, impairment above what ever the person's value so is it ends up clouding your sense of judgment yes and how you engage with that person yes. like she said it blocks people's ability to relate you know it blocks people from being friends i mean i tell people that when i had this disability i lost friends because they were not sure of you know and i'm like it's still me now <laughs> so it took a while for them to realize yes it's still her you know so those kind of things are formed by perceived you know perceptions which we're trying to change today any person with disability, this is me, and this is what I will say to you. Just 
like you would engage you don't know i do i know you maxwell nah but for me to learn you to know you i must interact with you at least come close and know who you are know your likes and dislikes that's the same thing so that's one of the messages that we have today because it really infringes on the rights of persons with disabilities and how they are treated eventually in society can we look at those appropriate words okay so for for, for um for the sake of education. Oh, yes, we are here to inform, educate. <laughs> so, if you hear the way I've been speaking, I tend to use those terms often so that it's not like somebody has to learn them. You, you, you're kind of used to hearing them. So for us in, the, um, in Nigeria, the disability community, because we use the UNCRPD and the uh, Discrimination Act, we do what we call person-first ideology. So you put the person before the disability. Because in other um, countries, in Commonwealth countries, even in the U U.S., they they, you, they don't do person first, but we do person first. And what that simply translates to is the preferred term is person with disability. Mm -hmm. So you put the person before the disability. Mm -hmm. So in countries where they have adopted the nomenclature where it's not person first, you see they refer to a disabled person. So for them it's fine but here we've agreed that it's persons not people not the person not but persons persons covers multiple of people with disability of course we talked about how disability is an umbrella term mm -hmm. for different forms and types of disability so we refer to person with disability now coming to the specific types of disabilities you know mentioned in the course of conversation um, if you think of person first, it helps you. So a person with albinism is better than saying that albino, okay. that albino is written off, you know. Another accepted term is um, for, for, for any form of disability, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, when you want to group it, the best way to describe is intellectual disability or a learning disability because it has to do with um, learn, slow learning, they're slow learning, so intellectual or learning disabilities. So you're careful to ensure that... Um, um, you do person first and I say when in doubt to call me my name he <laughs> said good name it's a beautiful name <laughs> so call me my name if you are not sure you know so like she said avoid describing a person by the person's impairment it's demeaning just see that person beyond it um, just to put it out there some people do not mind you know some of the disrespectful terms because they do not know any better but we're also teaching our people in the disability community to speak to the preferred term. So wheelchair bound, not it. And then you don't speak to disability as an affliction or a curse. Oh, this person is afflicted. You know, we had a lot. Even during the course of the program and our work with persons with disabilities, we always try to change their language. You are not afflicted. Oh, this thing afflicted me. I say, no, no, no. Don't see it as an affliction. Because once you see it as an affliction, you begin to um, tailor the narrative that speaks to looking for how you will now not be afflicted. Okay, and then she said something. When referring to a person who doesn't have a disability, you just say a person without disability. Because once you ascribe the person without disability as normal, automatically, you are saying that a person without disability is abnormal. So it draws that line. Mm -hmm. And finally, to speak on this, there's something that keeps happening within persons without disabilities. Mm -hmm. They insist that they do not like the word disability. And I tell them that for now, that is the accepted term, disability. 
what happens is if you look at history and we don't have time for history if you look at the history of you know disability rights movement as from the americas down to other countries you will see that as people began to frame the concepts of disability to go beyond health concerns to become public health issues to become rights-based issues you would see that the nomenclature continues to change mm. and we tell them that should it change from disability we promise We'll come and let you know. But we are okay with being identified. And I tell people that when I'm speaking, I identify as a woman with disability because I use a wheelchair as a result of a mobility impairment from spinal cord injury. That is what it is. So when people now come to insist, I don't like calling people with disability, disability. I prefer to call you, you now give you to your own name. It's what we call ableism. It's called, it actually has a term, it's ableism. So you are insisting on your own narrative. This is what I'm saying for now, call us this. If we want a change, it's just like saying you named your child. Max, is your name not Max? It is. And I come yeah. and say, no, I don't want to call you Max. I want to call you Ebony, something. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what I was. So I'm insisting. Frank, I need to take a break. We'll be right back. value many of the same subjects considered important by others in the society. With the National Disability Act and the elections in Nigeria, there is no better time than now to be intentional about building an inclusive society for all. These are the tenets of a democratic society. Let's change the narrative. This message is brought to you by Faycare Foundation, supported by Disability Rights Fund as part of Disability Rights Initiative Projects. Where the winner become? All right, welcome back. It's still today, night five point one FM. Uh, we're still uh, with Faycare Foundation. The executive director is here, Faycare Sien, and uh, it's the Drip Program. Third Thursday or fourth Thursday? Here we are. Third Thursday. Third Thursday. Okay. <laughs> no, the other the other edition, you know, to me looks like we did it on the fourth Thursday. It was still third. It's just third. that um that month had many Thursdays. Uh-huh. So I was wondering. Mm. All right. Welcome back once again. So um if you want to call in, you have questions, you have contribution on the program, feel free to dial zero eight one seven zero 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 nine five one. And zero eight one zero nine five one zero nine five one. Before we go ahead, uh, Freki, can you just give out your contact? My contact. Yes, yes, we'll do that at the end. But I just want to to give it out. What did they start calling now? You call your own. <laughs> so, if you want to reach us in Fake Foundation, let me send you to the social media handles first. Okay, at yes. the end, I'll give you numbers. All right. Um, so. Um, just fake care is f a e c a r e so f for fish a for apple and e for egg c for cats a for apple again r for rabbit and e for egg so fake care foundation our website is www.fakecarefoundation.org and if you go to facebook or instagram just type fake care will pop up for you mm. if you go to twitter and you Let's do take it, sorry. okay question yes Thanks. good afternoon hello yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, it's good to have you. Go ahead, um, sir. Yeah, good afternoon to the guys, um, the guests in the studio. The ladies. Yeah, the ladies. Um, 
Please, I wanted to say, um, I, I sent a message to the um, page, the fake here page, the, the organization's page. So I didn't get any feedback. And I even called the number you gave last time. Like, I didn't, I didn't get any feedback. So when did you send this message? Because we've been on the road for a bit. Um, like I sent it last few weeks ago, somebody respond it depends on what your message was for so we're, we're sorry about that we'll check for your message but you can also um, reach us in our email which is fakerfoundation.info@gmail.com. that's faster so you can also do that or send right, a text um, message it's faster okay I would love for you to um, actually put that I don't know if that's possible yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll uh, give it out before the end of the program yeah, thank you okay. good afternoon good afternoon Yes, good afternoon. Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah, my name is Akinju John Chinonso. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm actually a person living with disability and as a, an advocate also. So I'm following up the program keenly. And uh, there is one thing, when people are saying about the misconception, like the names that we are being called, um, in the, the highlighted one, they are saying you put the person first. Yes, that is very, very correct. Because calling the person according to the condition of that person at that moment, remember it's a condition and it can improve. So using only that to see as what the person is, is is just like putting the person all the days of the person's life as that. Miracle can happen, anything can happen. So you don't just, because of what you see the person there and you want to target as a person. So you can say the person on wheelchair, if it is somebody making use of wheelchair, or the person using crutches, or the person with visual impairment. So you don't call blind, or you don't call wheelchair person, or wheelchair band, or crutch person. I think the person was just born with it as the person comes alive. So Thank you. That is my contribution. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. All right. Thank you, John. So just to add to what you said, so would like to really encourage us that we should avoid using person living with disabilities because disabilities, like you rightly said, can be terminal. That's going to be for life. It could be for long term. It could be for short term. So in the, in the disability community, we just say PWD. We take the L out. So we don't say person living with um, disability. Okay. So quickly, uh, how does it violate uh, the right of PWDs. Okay, so myths and misconceptions, and I, I know I've spoken to it a bit, that when you frame opinions based on misconceptions or myths or on, on true um, notions, you now have what we call we call a negative stereotype. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is now formed in what we refer to as attitudinal barriers. And there's something so powerful about the mind. If your disposition towards persons with disabilities is in the negative you would likely at the end of the day violate that person's rights. And let me give um, an instant. If a parent or a caregiver sees a child with disability as a liability and has formed opinion based on maybe other misconceptions, for example, you cannot, this child cannot go to school and many other things without seeking um, professional opinion, that child's right to education will be infringed on. That caregiver would never send that child to school. Another one, for instance, is a, a situation where, and these are instances that have happened where we just 
heard something, we took it, we didn't seek any professional opinion, and we ran with it, and we found out that it was not true. Because, I mean, I met a caregiver or a parent who her child was a teenager, and the, she and the child were now at loggerhead. So the child had spinal, spinal bifida, so she, was, she had um, paraplegia, paralysis from the level of the bifida, the tumor, to down. And because she had perceived that that child couldn't go to school, she didn't send her brilliant daughter to school. And because the child was so brilliant, she would be reading. She learned to read. She learned. She was very, you know, she was like a sponge. And by the time she became 18, she was not telling her mother, why wouldn't you send me? It became an issue. And that's because the mother had perceived and had been told that, oh, I mean, if somebody can tell my parents, focus on the other children in the 21st century after had that so i mean what want to hear so negative territory infringe on the right of the person yeah. we've seen situations where a mother would tell her daughter with disability that it doesn't matter who comes i will not let them marry you facts we're not saying this from you know hearsay these are from focus group, group discussions experience sharing sessions oh no oh no it's 30 minutes over <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> please do you want to sponsor the programs i'll be here <laughs> please do but 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 we understand that right mm -hmm. where you know opinions can infringe on the right of a person because of what we perceive to be and it's not so so um today in the studio i had osaki my program officer for faker foundation i had um joy ijoma davis you had their voices at one point or the other you, you had azomta hi hi. Hi, hi hi yes hi. we had azomta we call her prof hi. so you can reach us <laughs> phone numbers you can reach us on and i have maureen Ooh, maureen yes so um you can reach us on zero eight one three two zero zero two one five eight however if you want speedy because uh, that's the office line uh, my direct line mm -hmm. Is zero zero eight zero three? Let me know. I say home. Hmm. Yeah. Don't do marriage proposal. Zero eight zero three seven one five zero nine two eight five. And our email, um, fakecarefoundation.info at gmail.com. These are quick responses. We'll respond to you immediately. And just to mention that the fact that we work with different target vulnerable groups, offensive vulnerable children, persons with disability, and youths, uh, we also have a thematic area. So if you write to us and you're asking for plenty, plenty of things and it's not within our purview, we'll respond and tell you that we're not able to do that at the time without mincing words. Right. So thank you very thank much. You, but if there's a proposal, what's wrong with that? Uh -huh. yeah. The next episode of Disability Rights <laughs> Initiative Program will be coming up um, every, every third Thursday of the month. Yes, of course, 12.30 p.m. Thank you, Perka. Thank you, Maxwell. Thank you, Maxwell. Thank you to the FM. And the wonderful ladies, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you.